What's up, everybody? I'm so glad that you chose to join me today for this message. I pray that God will use me to speak life into your soul. I pray that the Word of God will strengthen your faith and encourage you today. God, let us be blessed today because we chose to be a blessing to others. Let your people fully surrender to you today and just say, Here am I, Lord. Send me. I pray that God's mercy and grace would pursue you and overtake you. Let us put on the full armor of God and stand ready as shield bearers for our loved ones and those around us, ready to face down the enemy in the powerful name of Jesus. You know, I believe God is waking up or actually stirring up his people. I believe God is on the move and is calling out the warriors of the faith, calling his people to rise up and stand on his truth, to say, I will not be moved. I will not be shaken. I am willing, Lord, use me today for your glory. Let others see a glimpse of you in me today. You may say, you know, but Jason, you don't know what I've done. I'm not the best spokesperson for God. You know, I would say, but God doesn't need perfect. God needs willing. He simply needs a willing heart. We try to figure everything out and do too much on our end or take control of too much. But God is saying, just be willing. I will do the rest. I will direct your steps. Let's jump into today's message titled, I am willing. Imagine going to someone for help. I mean, you know, you really need help and you go to this person knowing they have the ability to help you, but you're nervous and unsure if they will say yes. But you ask anyway. And when they say yes or they say that they're glad to help you, I mean, it, it, it's such a relief. You know, if you've ever experienced that in some way, then you know the relief, the joy, the peace that rushes over you, the gratefulness. It's like a sea of emotion sometimes, but the relief you feel, it's like a weight being lifted off of you. You know, when my kids come to me and say, you know, Dad, I have a problem I can't figure out, but if you're willing to help me, I know that we can figure it out. I know you can do it, Dad. Um, what do you think I'm going to say? You know, no, of course not. That's my kid that's asking for help. And they're putting their faith in me and believing that I can help them. I'm not going to let them down. Now, sometimes I'm not willing to help because I know that they can do it. And they're just trying to see if they can get me to do it for them. And that's way different than somebody who truly needs help. Now, today we pick up with Jesus healing a man with leprosy. So in Matthew, we're gonna this particular miracle, you can find it in Matthew, uh, Mark, and Luke as well. But we're gonna read from Matthew today. So it's gonna be Matthew eight, one through three. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. So Jesus has been teaching, you know, and, and to the crowds. And when he comes down off the mountain into one of these towns, one of these small towns, um, he's being followed by, you know, a lot of people. And the, the crowd is still kind of, you know, following behind him when this man with leprosy approaches. And, you know, I'm sure that most of the people, including some of the disciples, uh, maybe all of them, I don't know, but I'm sure some or most of them 
were probably jaded toward people like this at some to some degree, you know, and while others were probably repulsed or disgusted by them and probably, you know, scared or nervous to even be around them, people would have avoided people like this, people that had leprosy because they were considered unclean and nobody would want to touch them because that would make whoever touched them unclean as well. Plus they were scared that they were going to catch leprosy, you know, or whatever the sickness was. So especially, you know, when you're talking about, uh, in this, in that day and time, you know, so they would, they would have definitely not wanted to touch him, but this man, you know, he didn't care. He, he, he didn't care what anyone thought. He just knew that Jesus was able to help him. And he was gonna, he was gonna ask him. He was gonna approach him one way or the other. So he approaches Jesus with such humility and faith. He says, "Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean." What a statement of faith! He was confident in Jesus's ability, but he asked with such humility. If you are willing, is what he said as he knelt before Jesus. What a great example of how we should approach the throne of our Savior. Confident, knowing he is able and can do all things, yet humbly asking him, if it is in his will, can he meet your need? This is a beautiful demonstration of Hebrews 4.16. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. We have no right to demand anything of God or Jesus, but we can boldly and confidently approach the throne believing that he is the alpha and omega and we can lay our requests burdens needs concerns all that at his feet and then say lord if you are willing you know i love this phrase because it says jesus i know you have the power but i submit to your will do we approach jesus with the same attitude with the same confidence clothed in humility and submission and surrender you know my wife has epilepsy, and for many years we prayed for God to heal her and take it away. But he didn't. Instead, he gave her the strength to endure it. And he used it for his glory. God used her disability to elevate her and give her a voice in a community that she would have never been able to connect with without her disability. He's been with her through it all and has blessed her and elevated her to become one of the best executive directors in her field. But the bottom line is, is that he, instead of taking it away, he used that burden. He used um, her disability to give her a platform that she would have never had before. And now she has a voice in a community that she would have never had before. And do you think God won't use that? Of course he will. And he has used that. And he continues to use it. And he continues to bless her and, and protect her through all of it. So... Anyway, as we move on, you know, that phrase, if you are willing, implies that we know God is able, but we submit to his will. And if his will is to not remove the burden, we must seek understanding and trust that his plan will not fail. It will not fail. His path for us may be hard at times, but it is worth it in the end. We have to know that he is at work, you know, and not just at work in our life, but he is working all things out for the good of those who love him. Now, let's take a look at how Jesus responded to this man. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing. And immediately he was made clean. The leprosy was gone. 
This is also a great picture of what Jesus does for us through salvation. When we come to him and ask him to come into our life and save us and redeem us, when we surrender to him, he touches us and we are immediately made clean. The stain and burden of sin is lifted and we are made clean before the Father. Jesus felt compassion for this man and touched him, giving this man a new lease on life. Maybe you're dealing with something or struggling in some area. Maybe you have a burden or a need and you just can't figure it out on your own. You just can't handle it on your own. Jesus is saying, I am willing. Bring your burdens to me. Cast all your cares on me for I care for you. This man was considered unclean and a danger to the public. He was an outcast. Yet Jesus felt compassion for him and did what no one else would do or could do. You may feel like that at sometimes, unworthy, like an outcast, shunned. But Jesus is saying, I am willing. I can restore you. Just come to me. Believe that I am enough for you. Sometimes we say Jesus is enough, but we put so many other things ahead of him. I believe that Jesus is moved when we live a life that demonstrates he is enough for us. Will you risk it all for him? Will you make him number one? Will you surrender your will for His? Is He truly enough for you? God, we come to you boldly, believing that you can do all things, but we humbly ask for your grace and mercy. We humbly ask for your favor in our lives. Bless your people, Lord. There are many that are walking through the fire, but God, you are with them. There are many that feel like they are in the deep waters, but you're in the boat. Jesus, you are more than enough for us. I know we fail you. I know we break your heart at times. But thank you for your unfailing love. And thank you that your grace is sufficient for us. God, no matter what happens in this life, I know you are still on the throne. We may be facing some difficult times ahead, but you are more than enough. You are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. You are the Alpha and Omega the first and the last. And your word says that you shall supply all my needs according to your riches in heaven. Let your spirit fall on us. May we remember to empty our cup so that you can fill it. I pray, Lord, that your people would live a life that honors you and brings glory to your name. Amen.